Welcome to episode 5 of the Wicked Elite Podcast. It's not just elite, it's Wicked Elite. My name is Cody. Burke, how you doing? Redeem these nuts. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting you to say that. <laughs> he hasn't used that in a while. Been a minute. Um, so, Fighter Fest, week 2. Um, not as good as week 1. Low-key, kind of a shit show. We're gonna... Not a shitty show, a shit show. Yeah. We're gonna go deep in depth with this show we're going into the murky waters yeah the murky waters of shark week (laughs) on discovery don't forget it's shark week yeah starting all the celebrities are getting into the waters with the sharks are they i've heard it probably 60 times last night saw the rock in a commercial is the rock going in the water i would assume so he's promoting it himself it was kind of funny they cut to a picture in picture and i just like huh is that roman reigns and i'm like oh that's Dwayne. Oh my god. No, oh, the, I did see that. That definitely set Punk off at his house. Like, Dwayne. Yeah. God, I hate Dwayne. AJ, get over here and blow me. <laughs> Dwayne's on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they hate Adam. They, they don't like each other. No, they like genuinely don't like each other. Yeah. I could see him well, and Cena like, like getting their relationship back in order, but he like genuinely hates The Rock. I can see why Punk doesn't like him. He literally came in, came in for like a month, not even a month, like a couple months, and got an immediate title shot at Royal Rumble. Yep. And then... Took it. Yeah, snapped Punk's like 438-day streak. The longest reigning WWE champion. Well, yeah. no, this Bruno not Sammartino, ever, but, but... Yeah. I don't know if that counts anymore. It was that specific belt. Yeah. It was bullshit. I understand. Oh, yeah, it was the spinner. Well, the spinner that doesn't spin. Yeah. It's because, as the Punk said in the pipe bomb, he said Dwayne and Hulk yeah. and Cena, he's like, they're kicking, kissing Vince's ass. <laughs> so, um, anyway, Fighter Fest Week 2, um, AEW Dynamite. <clears throat> we're going to go, uh, we're going to talk about it right now, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's talk about it. So... The show kicks off with Brody King versus Darby. Fantastic opening match. I thought it was really good. I didn't think they were going to open it, but no, neither it was did a I. good way to start the show off. I was kind of hoping that the um, shit show of the main event would have opened it up so they had as much time as they <laughs> yeah. needed. And I, don't, yeah. I doubt they would have opened it with that, though. I mean, it was their biggest selling point, but it was also their um, shitty point. Yeah. So... I thought it was a really good opening match. It was one of those matches where, like, Brody beats the shit out of Darby. And then Darby's the little underdog, and he starts to come back. But then can't make the full comeback. And um, there was one spot in the match where Brody grabbed Darby by the belt and just whipped him around and threw him on his head. (laughs) I thought Brody broke Darby's neck. Yeah. It looked like Multiple times. Yeah, like, it looked like at the end of that match, his neck was destroyed we've said this before darby by the age of 40 gonna be in a wheelchair he's gonna be eating out of a fucking straw yeah i can't i don't know he's but brody king then won with the gonzo bomb that's what they call it the broken neck bomb yeah the broken neck bomb and it lit it did look like he planted Darby on his head. Yeah, no, that, that's what I saw. Like that all out, out of that whole move, I just I see a fucked up neck. Yeah, yeah, he he planted him good. I don't know, I don't know. That Darby doesn't feel anything, so he's fine. Yeah, nothing painkillers can't he do. Yeah, he doesn't feel pain. Um, so Brody King wins. Then after the match, he puts Darby in a sleeper hold to lure out Sting, which works. And then Sting comes out. And he gets face to face with Brody, and then the lights go out. Dun dun. <laughs> and then Malachi is there face to face with Sting. Um, Brody puts him in a sleeper, and then Malachi spits the mist in Sting's face. House of Black. I don't know, cause Sting's already like kind of a dark character. Yeah. And it'd be weird for someone, cause Sting has this legacy, and it's a very strong legacy. So why would he? turn to the house of black i mean if he does turn to the house of black then the house of black is very fucking powerful and they can get anybody to join them yeah 
well, if they, they might get have Sting. a new member soon. Because it's it's kind of like that's a, a decent comparison would be like the Undertaker turning to DX or the Authority. You oh, know what really? I mean? It's like like it's on that kind of like that makes them very strong. Yeah. So I don't know because they're having people that got in the mist like Pack. In that yeah, return. they don't turn. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's weird. That's weird to me sometimes. But speaking of the um, turning to the House of Black, didn't uh, we hear the the God of Miro come out? Yes, we did. Yeah, dude, I hear that and I'm like, <laughs> the motherfucker's here. He, yeah. someone's arrived. Yeah, he comes out with his um, sunglasses on. And one eye is very, very obviously black, yeah. darkened out than the other one. Um, and then he just stands there and he stares Malachi and Brody down for like a minute. And then commercial. Dude, Miro could take them without a problem. Miro is just an animal. He can't decide. Yeah, no. That, he doesn't that, know. That's what, that's what I think happened there is that they want us to feel like Miro can't make this decision of going to the House of Black or destroying the House of Black. Mm-hmm. Which I do like, because I do like... With the House of Black, they really have long-term storytelling, and I feel like the House of Black's the, like, the only decent long-term storytelling they have right now. Yeah. Because everything else is like... Maybe a couple months before the pay-per-view, they build a feud or or a um, title match for it. But with this, this has been going on for months, mm-hmm. and I love it. Yeah, it's also scary. Yeah, like spooky. It it, do, it gives it puts the hairs on my back up like a motherfucker. They're the spooky perverts. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, Miro might join. Um. Imagine how big of a swerve it would be if Sting was the leader of the House of Black. That'd be fucked. That would be insane. Wait, I said Swerve. Whose house? Swerve's house. So then... Uh, Swerve's house, dog. It's Swerve's house, dog. <laughs> we'll get to that. Swerve was on the show. I think. Yeah, he was. Um, Cole Carter, backstage. I don't know who this kid is. No idea. Um, but apparently he was in NXT. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Starks and Hobbs him. interrupt him. And... Uh, Carter says he'll take the FTW, FTW title away from Starks. And then that's it. So then they have a match later for the FTW title. The um, title that doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, it's just a placement. It's the, yeah. Um, after that, Best Friends versus John Moxley and Wheeler Yuta with Orange Cassidy and William Regal on commentary. Orange on on commentary is pretty nice. Yeah, he, he I think he's um he's the best. He might be better than Excalibur. Uh definitely. Yeah. He's pretty good. He he, he just knows everything. Orange Cassidy's just an encyclopedia of wrestling moves. He knows way too much to talk about it. Mhm. Yeah. It's just he's got so much clog in his brain. He's got a insane amount of charisma. Yeah. Would put Excalibur to bed. Absolutely. Taz and Orange Cassidy together. A plus commentary. I got team. one better for you. Jim Ross oh, and Orange together. That would be would amazing. Be fantastic. That would be amazing. Orange no. Cassidy does the play by play. No, for being real, Orange just stayed in character and just did not give a fuck that he had the headset on or anything. Yeah. And just JR talks the whole show. That'd be so funny. And he's like, How do you feel about that orange? And then Orange is like, eh. Whatever. Yeah. Cool. Wow, that, that was a cool move. They might do that. <laughs> you have Excalibur in orange calling a match. Yeah. And then Excalibur's like, Canadian Destroyer! And then orange is like, huh, that's nice. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> cool. That would be awesome. Um, that match was actually really good. That, I think that was the best match of the night. Best friends versus Moxley and Yuta. Um, and then... Uh, Regal and Cassidy on commentary was pretty funny, actually. Because I, I, yeah. Regal was, like, going off and Orange Cat. I think he was, like, Regal was, like, shitting on Orange Cassidy, I think, at one point. And Orange Cassidy was. just didn't even say a word. They're, like, uh, Regal and Taz kept, like, saying stuff like, you're not talking or you're terrible on commentary. And it, was, it was pretty funny because either way, Orange does not care. No. And we were saying this earlier. It's not too often you see a bad 
two v two tag team match in AEW. Mm-mm. No, not like never. It's the era of tag team wrestling. Yeah, it, but when, when this wants to start to get the three, the four, the five, the six, the seven, the eight man tags, it's just like ah, oh, Jesus. We've seen even more than that. We've seen sixteen man tag. Get out of here. <laughs> just insane. I like this. Like the, the most men in a tag team match I'd like is a Survivor Series styled, and that's just. I feel like it's six v six. Yeah, just like the six v six elimination. So 12, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I, I like the when it when it gets down to the end of it and it's three yeah. taking on one. You're rooting for the one regardless if they're face or heel, and then the other winner they don't. I don't know. I I, I enjoy that. I but love elimination that, tag matches. They're nice. Yeah. Um, Daniel Garcia was watching the match on TV backstage. He didn't look awkward though. No, he didn't. He was actually watching TV the correct way, yeah. <laughs> not the broken neck way. Yeah. Um, Yuta got the pin on Chuck Taylor. He did this like wacky roll-up thing yeah i forget what they called it but he yeah. like had his arms pinned to the ground so there was no way of yeah. kicking out unless he had a bunch of momentum and the thing that i found really odd though when i was watching when i watched the second time chuck taylor was like a mannequin and didn't move while he was getting pinned and just staring at the ceiling like he wasn't even trying to get out of the pin i know but it the, was so weird the way the pin looked like i feel like if i got rolled up into that like I feel like at first I wouldn't be able to move at all because he was like wrapped up. Yeah, yeah it, it's a really cool pin. Wheeler is really good at wrestling. Mm-hmm. Really underrated. I know he's in Blackpool and he had his star performance match with Moxley and everything, but like he's still underrated. I think Yuta versus Garcia is gonna blow people away. It's gonna be, you're not gonna expect how good that match is gonna be. We'll talk about it when we talk about the Ring of Honor card because. Yeah. The pure championship has specific rules in the match. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm into this one. Yeah. I, I didn't like know this, this until they talked about it on um, the countdown show. I love this business. Yeah. I love the Ring of Honor business. <laughs> I wonder, I kind of want to know how much Tony Khan bought the company for. It couldn't be that much because they were out of business. Well, WWE offered it and they beat WWE's offer. Never mind then. Who knows? Yeah. Imagine if WWE got it, they would screw everything up. It, it would have been. It, they would have just merged it with NXT. I think that's why the owner of Ring of Honor accepted his offer because he knew it'd be used right. It would be used correctly. Yeah. Honestly, fucking WWE could have outbid them, but then Ring of Honor is like. That's what I, I think don't want. I don't happened. want the Ring of Honor legacy to be destroyed. Yeah. Because there is a legacy there. I, I, I like a lot of people do go from Ring of Honor to WWE or anywhere else in the world. But they did put numerous names on the map that we are seeing today. Yeah. So hats off to Ring of Honor. I think if WWE ended up buying it, they would. They just wanted the video library. That too. They didn't want the show to continue. Yeah. That's why I think AEW, when they Tony Khan wanted the show to continue. So that makes sense. Um. So after that great match uh swerve and keith lee have their title celebration in the ring um tony niece and smart mark sterling interrupt them and they want kevin gates the rapper to to sign the petition to get swerve fired and he says his music sucks and then kevin gates jumps the railing um i don't know i don't know where security was on that usually they sit in that corner too it's it's the the fat bald guy yeah well he's not really fat he's more of just ripped like a linebacker (laughs) yeah Brian Erlacka. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and um, Kevin Gates punches Tony Nese in the face, and it was a stiff shot. <laughs> it, it looked like a shitty punch, but like any punch to the jaw will hurt. Yeah, he legitimately punched him. Yeah. And um, yeah, that put Tony Nese down to sleep. And then um, Swerve took the cake and threw it in Mark Sterling's face. You were saying earlier that it felt like a WWE segment, and I completely it did. agree. It was it was kind of like the, I guess, like fun moment for the night. Like, oh, this happened, ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. But then you also made the point of Kevin Gates jumping over the railing and punching Nice does have a reach with like media outlets. Cause oh I my did, god! Because like on the on Bleacher Report and, and you said Twitter or even you know you said TMZ. It was too. TMZ Bleacher Report XXL, which oh, is yeah. a big. Yeah, yeah, they have 4.4 million followers. They posted it. 
and then like the a bunch it's literally if you look up kevin gates on google it's that's the 50 news. articles yeah um so yeah AEW got a bunch of exposure from that which is good it did i feel like that segment did did run a little too long though. no really yeah uh-huh. <laughs> i i don't know i guess because it's it wasn't a segment that was needed yeah but it was like the purpose of it kind of was to give AEW some exposure yeah which true. that that was the point of kevin gates being there i think yeah that's true so that was kind of like i don't know it was a it was a win loss situation because they're losing tv time but it works for them in the long run i guess i don't know yeah hope we'll find out if um the viewers go up yeah next week worcester well we won't be watching it yeah we'll be watching we'll, it. we'll be there but not on the tv yeah we'll be watching live in the yeah. arena it should be a good show hopefully yeah fight for the fallen oh yeah yep special show hopefully some special matches third, third one in a row that's like the fifth one for the summer too Mm-hmm. jesus christ tony khan's going wild um after that we cut backstage it's uh silver and reynolds and butcher and blade <laughs> um butcher and blade end up attacking them and then hangman saves them with a steel chair and they run off and uh then they announce that it's silver and reynolds versus butcher and blade on rampage and i honestly think this is the match that silver and reynolds win really oh yeah. no it's it's hangman and silver Oh Jesus! Yeah, so, I, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they're winning anyway. Yeah. Butcher and Blade taking another L. Yep. Sadly, because I, I I wish I'm not like massive fans of them, but I, they're just putting people over week in and week out, and they they deserve a win, a notable win. At that. That's honestly what they're being used for now. It sucks. Yeah. Um. So after that segment, Luchasaurus and Christian Cage take on the Varsity Blondes. Uh, Luchasaurus choke slams Griff onto Pillman's back. And they win the match. And then after that, Luchasaurus puts Christian on his shoulders. And they walk around doing the old uh, Jurassic Express thing. And then Jungle Boy's music hits. Jungle Jack is back. Whoa. Oh. 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 That was pretty good. Was it? No. Yeah. I have no idea how it goes. <laughs> I just moved my hands. Jungle Boy's music hits. And uh, he comes out with a steel chair. And... Um, then Luchasaurus stands in his way, and then he's like, come on by, and lets him by. And then he chases Christian out of the arena, up the stairs, and out of the arena. I'm happy. See, I like, I love the um, the Jungle Jack return, and but I, um, I really wish Lucha just kind of fucking clocked him, to be honest with you. Swerved. Yeah, because uh, that's a quick heel to face turn very quick like what three weeks yeah like it wasn't long at all maybe a month yeah that's weird so like now is Jurassic express the thing again i yeah like i guess but what the maybe hell? it could be like an inside job christian's like hey join him again because christian said like three mm. words and got um luchasaurus to be on his side yeah and i mean if it takes jungle jack a head nod and a steel chair to make him turn <laughs> yeah. back Maybe Luchasaurus is just dumb. Well, he's a, he's a thousand-old dinosaur. Yeah. Maybe he's just super easy to convince. I hope not. It's like Big Show right there. Yeah. Oh, God. Big Show turned heel and babyface every show. But, like, there, there was one night he did it, like, three times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope... Oh, Jesus Christ. The, the, this story, Paul though, White. with Christian and Jungle Jack, it's really good. Jungle Jack. I just hope it keeps it going and it like ends it all out even full gear or something because i i don't know if, if it's just gonna end say in two out. weeks with a match what definitely all out yeah which is september for the like rights that. for luchasaurus yeah that'd be funny um after that we cut to the ass boys ass <laughs> they're backstage boys. with daddy ass, ass boys. Um, austin gunn versus max caster rap battle this friday on rampage austin gunn has put out a couple rap songs and he's actually pretty good um and max caster obviously we've seen what he can do so um 
WWE segment coming up on Rampage, but I actually think this is going to be entertaining. I think what's going to happen <laughs> is is like one of them's going to rap and the other's just going to attack them, or they're both going to rap and then it's mm. just going to be a brawl between both sides. Because there's no way it's just going to be those two in the ring. They rap and then the crowd decides who wins and they go oh, back to the locker room and have yeah. a drink. The old WWE thing where they're like, did right. Max win? And then yeah. the crowd goes, yeah! It's like you're at, um, like I go to, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I used to go to these like um, like demolition derby races oh, things. Oh, yeah. And like it's really, it's four kids, but like fuck, seeing them cars smash up against each other is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. and like halfway through the show they, do you like this car better do you like that car oh, better God. and then they give him a trophy and it's like all right so that's it like what are we doing here yeah <laughs> like it's just awkward yeah so that's... i hope they something like i don't know hopefully i really hope this. that's not how it goes yeah well we'll see yeah tomorrow night as this podcast is being recorded um then after that guess what favorite part of the show jr comes out for oh, the second geez. hour <laughs> At least uh, this week, right after we sat down, someone else came out. But that's, yeah. 10 seconds is 10 seconds, man. I'm telling you, like, a couple seconds matters. Yeah. As soon as he sat down, Cole Carter came out. Um, but another thing, why the fuck do we need to see this guy walk in? Who give, No one gives a fuck about this guy. I think he's being signed. Well, fuck. I believe, well, this is what Tony Khan does. When they get an entrance like that, it's kind of like Willow. Um, they, this is basically their tryout match. Okay. So, I think this was a trial for him. Um, he took on Ricky Starks for the FDW title. Um, Ricky wins with the spear in a pretty quick match. It was like five minutes, maybe. I was, was going to say, for a fucking tryout match, it was kind of shitty. Yeah. He just he got maybe like, what, 10 seconds of offense, then just took the rest of it? Yeah. And yes. then it got overshadowed by... Yeah, you were going to continue on. I keep cutting you off. No. <laughs> it got cut off by Dan Housen coming out and accepting ricky's open challenge for that show but then ricky's like nah dude next yeah. week my, <laughs> nah, my, nah. i gotta heal up the neck dog yeah so but we'll get to see that match live so yeah well or, you you works for us you had a really good take about that oh yes yeah, yeah. so we'll, we'll get to that in a minute okay um yeah starks grabbed the mic and he says he's got more in the tank and then yeah you said it dan Housen came out says he want the ftw title and then starks was like you know what i didn't mean right now yeah and then uh so next week dynamite ricky starks danhausen ftw title on the line um yeah so i think danhausen's gonna lose in like a few minutes which i i really hope they don't do the whole tony niece danhausen thing again where yeah. tony niece wins in five seconds that was ridiculous um starks should win and then Starks and Hobbs are going to start beating up Danhausen. Hook is going to come out. You can, everyone listening right now, acknowledge me if this happens. Hook comes out, saves them. Or actually, I think maybe he goes like face to face with them or because like this is his old team. This yeah. is Team Taz. So he's going to come face to face with them, save Danhausen. Um, I don't think they'll fight. No, I honestly don't think they will. It might just be a stare down. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to announce for all out Ricky Starks versus Hook. You know what? Can't wait. Love it. You're definitely right with that. And I think there was some foreshadowing going on like three weeks ago. Because I remember three weeks ago, one of Ricky Starks promos, he did say something about his former partner. Who else was his former partner? It was Hook. Yeah. We haven't seen Hook with team taz in a long time we also haven't seen hook we haven't seen him in general yeah we haven't seen him in general in a long time so it's a matter of time before he comes back and something like this happens Mm-hmm. yeah um i just hope hook wins at all out if that he if should. that match is happening i don't see why he wouldn't starks has had that has had that belt for a while i just hate seeing ricky lose yeah but then he can move on to bigger and better things him and Hobbs You're can actually wrong. win the tag titles, or he can go after the TNT title. I don't think he'd win. I don't well, think he could beat Wardlow, but I think this would work perfectly because Hook wins the FTW title, his dad's title. So yeah. Taz and Hook will be a thing, and that would be bad. And then Hobbs and Starks can move on, go for the tag titles, or Starks wins the TNT title with like Hobbs that. helping. Yeah. A, so, a little, yeah. a little screwy, a little screwy thing. So I think it works out for both of them. 
Yeah, in the end, Starks would look good, and Hook would obviously he would um, he would elevate him more. Definitely, because right yeah. now he's just this young hot kid that can wrestle really well. We we have yet to hear him cut a promo, but that's just him. You know what I mean? That's yeah. it's Hook. He's kind of like Orange Cassidy. He says a few words sometimes. Yeah, but he'll fuck you up. Yeah. Orange will just do some crazy moves on you, but Hook will fuck you up. Yeah, he will. I love Hook. I love, yeah, send him. Yeah, send him. Send, send him next yeah. week. Send him our way real quick. We'll talk yeah. to him. Um, FTR cuts an in-ring promo, talking about their match at Death Before Dishonor versus the Briscoes, two out of three falls. It's going to be the greatest match of all time. Yep. Um. Then Dax starts cutting a promo about his daughter and her heart, and he's trying to make everyone cry on a Wednesday night. Yeah, not going to lie. I was going to tear not, up. Yeah, not fair. <laughs> um, and then he says, um, basically, that he's going to fight this Saturday just like his daughter did. Yeah. And they're going to come home with the Ring of Honor tag titles. And for... 12 consecutive weeks i think ftr have been the number one contenders for the AEW tag titles and they haven't gone on the shot yet fuck they need those belts like a motherfucker you gotta look at the you know how like every wednesday they post like the rankings thing ftr has been number one the past like three months and they haven't gotten the title shot yet i'm thinking all out they win the belts off swerving keith if not it'll be at full gear then they're gonna get probably like Mm -hmm. three to six months holding what four belts yeah and then they'll just slowly start dropping them like they'll lose the triple a then they'll nah. lose the iwgp then the ring of honor and then sadly they'll lose the ew titles i think they're gonna have a reign like that they can they can never lose any titles i, I don't want them to I, I love them with like so much yeah but at some point y- your luck's gonna run out mm-hmm. tk's gonna find somebody he likes Maybe he won't. They could hold these belts for years. That'd be kind of cool. That's like old school shit. Yeah, FTR holds them for like a year and a half. That'd be insane. I'm all for it too because yeah. they're really fucking good. I feel like they just run out of opponents though. Maybe yeah, not. Yeah, well, I mean, at the rate Tony unsigns people. The amount of tag teams they have is actually absurd. Well, they're also they have like 20 something. They pair people up. Like Swerve and Keith, I didn't see just becoming a tag team right off, like oh, right yeah. away. I, I mean, yeah. They kind of came in together and stuff, but I didn't think they'd be winning the belts so fast. Mm-hmm. I thought there would be a turn, and then they well, split up. Well, I don't think they were supposed to win the tag titles. Um, the Hardys the fucked Hardys everything up. The messed everything up. Yeah. I think the reason FTR aren't the AEW tag t- champs right now is because of the Hardys. You know what? I think they, they could challenge Swerve and Our Glory at all, all out. And that's when Swerve turns on Keith because yep. Swerve is still hinting at it. Even yeah. if, like when they won it, he was hinting at. It. Who cares if it was he was just being funny, whatever? You can make that argument. But mm-hmm. for like the past few months, it's he's been doing some shady shit to Keith, and I could see them turning on on each other at All Out in the match or after the match, and that fixes basically everything. Because I mean, FTR is probably gonna win it off the Hardys anyway. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I think FTR versus the Hardys was supposed. What was supposed to happen? Yeah, and then that messed up everything. And then the Young Bucks had to win the titles, and then blah blah blah. Yeah, they're back to where we are. Yeah, <laughs> full yeah. circle. Yeah, full circle. Um, then the next match we got Jade Cargill and Kira Hogan versus Willow and Athena. And um, during the match, we have one of the great Jr. clips. <laughs> You'll see this in the YouTube video. <laughs> Let's play it. <laughs> I don't know what he was trying to say. He was either trying to be funny or just didn't know how the fuck she said it. I'm a bitch. I'm that bitch. I'm the bitch. Oh my god. So, um, I guess I'm a bitch is gonna be added to our show every week, probably. <laughs> um, Jade hits Willow with Jaded, picks up the dub, and uh, that was it. So, the six-person tag didn't happen because Layla Gray wasn't clear to compete, which is kind of weird because I haven't... I guess I don't know if she's even wrestled for a while, but um, yeah. So it turned into a four-person just regular tag match. If, and, I'm, if I'm being real honest, that match, like, I watched, like, 
the segment part of it, but like, I was I just did not give a fuck. I was not paying attention mm-hmm. to the TV. Like, and it's nothing. To, it's nothing to do with. I hate women's wrestling. I like women's wrestling. It's just. When it's turning into a shit show, I just I I just don't really care what happens. Yeah. Because I know next week none of that matters. No, not at all. The only the only thing that helps this whole thing is just knowing that at some point, or at least I hope at some point, Statlander beats Jade. She will. That's all I care about at the moment, and it's probably gonna go on for a little bit longer than I think. I think at this point it's like confirmed that it's gonna be all out. Yeah, well, yeah, because she's running through everybody. Yeah. And she used to beat Athena and maybe one other person, and then... Yeah. That, there we go. I think Athena and then Statlander, and then Statlander takes it off her. Yeah. So, it's said on the, like, upcoming shows that Battle of the Belts 3 was coming up. Holy so, shit. So, Battle of the Belts 3 is going to be Jade versus Athena, and then after that, all out, Statlander versus Jade, Statlander beats her. So, that's what I think the plan is. That'd be nice. Um... I can't wait for a new TBS. Well, I love Jade so I li- much. I, I, I love so, Jade too, but it's kind of, I don't know. Like I like the TBS and the TNT belts. I, li- I like when it's like a quick, like two, three month reign. Yeah. You, you, you build the star off like with the belt kind of basically. And then they make the, like, and then they move on to the AEW belt and they make that belt amazing. Cause they had their build up with the TNT and then they had their build up after that. Mm-hmm. It's the rise of the star. What I think they should do is the TBS champion should only be on TBS. And the TNT yeah. champion should only be on TNT. Mm-hmm. So the TNT champion should be on Rampage. TBS should be on Dynamite. Yeah. That's what I think would make sense. But whatever. Who knows? Yeah. What do I know? Yeah. I'm just a mark. Yep. Basically. Yeah. We all are. Yeah, we all are. MJF said it best. Yep. Um... We cut to Thunderstorm, my favorite tag team in the world, (laughs) backstage for a promo. Um, Britt and Jamie interrupt them and say that they have a match on Rampage. So I guess Britt and Jamie have a tag match together on Rampage, not against Thunderstorm, just probably against like two enhancement talent. Yeah, that makes sense. From Atlanta to random people. Yeah, Yeah. probably Atlanta. Um, And then after that, it's time for the main event. (laughs) We have so much to talk about. It's insane. Eddie Kingston versus Jericho in a barbed wire everywhere match. And when they said, we said this last week, how much barbed wire everywhere are we talking about? Barbed wire was everywhere. Even on Justin Roberts' mic. That was funny. Yeah. So, oh boy. I was waiting for him to be like, shit's about to hit the fan. Yeah. Um, So, Ruby Soho was controlling the shark cage. That made no, no sense to me sense. at all. Why? Why not the people that control it? Right. Like anything else. I I was so confused at that. Um, Ty, after they're 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 having a pretty decent match. Not gonna lie. Like the beginning was good. Like the first half of the match. Um, yeah. Until Ty Conti came out, it was going pretty well. Yeah. So Ty Conti came out and um, attacked Ruby, and then Anna Jay comes out. And stops Ty Conti, and then is like, you know what, fuck it, and then punches Ruby in the face. So I guess Anna J is part of the Jericho Appreciation Society now. Um, and uh, Ty Conti goes to unlock the shark cage. Oh my god! The shark cage will not unlock. She can't get the lock unlocked. And then <laughs> they just walk through the. <laughs> They just slipped through the bars of the shark cage, and all of them leave. So there was absolutely... I don't know what the point of the shark cage was if they could get out the whole time. From the point Ty Conti came out to the point of when everybody started just walking out of the cage, I lost so many brain cells. Mm-hmm. I felt dumb, and I was essentially done watching the show for the night. I... Was completely turned off. Yeah. Ty Conti can't throw a fake punch for the life of her. She can't unlock a fucking padlock. I could do that when I was fucking five. <laughs> um, and, and the thing, what, what, what's funny about all this, they're walking, or yeah, walking out of the cage through the side of it, not even the door. Through the bars. Through the bars. 
she's still trying to unlock it. <laughs> yeah. And then you see Jake Hager. He looks at the cage. He's like, no way I'm fitting through that. My head's bigger than the fucking thing. Yeah. So she's only unlocking it for the most, like, useless person on the roster. <laughs> At that point, leave him in there and bring him back up there and fucking keep him there. I don't... I, fuck Jake Hager. Oh, my God. From that point on, from when Ty Conti came out, to me, the Shit. show was then over. There was no point in what... It didn't matter who the fuck won. It was, just, it was just botched from then on. Shit literally hit the fan yeah, like as and, soon as she came out. And spread all over the fucking yeah. place. It was a big mess to pick yeah, up. Yeah, big mess. It was just a, a disaster from mop. that point on, dude. <laughs> It was nice to see Anna J turn yeah, because she like needed something to spice herself up. Because Dark Order is slowly falling apart. Mm-hmm. There's four of them left after Anna J left. Unless you want to include Hangman, but Hangman's dressing like he's a young buck. Oh boy. And it's it was just a shit show from then on, and I just couldn't watch it. And I mean, I did finish watching it, but I fucking was not invested. Yeah. It's. Uh, the Anna J part was good. That was it. Um, the shark cage was useless, I guess. Why? It's just like I I'd, I'd rather have them all come out towards the end of the match and then they all fight like they did in general instead of having a fucking shark. He's like, get it? You're getting paid to to um, pr- uh, promote Shark Week for like twenty minutes of the entire show. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's a, every time there's a shark cage, it always ends up being a shit show. Yeah. And I was dead wrong last week. And I was like, oh, the, the promotion picture makes it look like they're going to be inside a cage. And, and like, the top of the cage had a platform where you can put the shark in. No, fucking yeah. way off. Yeah, way off. So when I the, saw just the ring, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. The cage was, I thought it was going to be above the ring. That too. It was above the crowd. Yeah, I was, was so weird. confused. What if the fucking thing broke and yeah, just crushed like 20 and people? Yeah, just killed everyone. Jesus. Um, so, Yeah. Um, then Sammy comes out, and that just screws up. Yeah, why the fuck wasn't he locked in it? I don't know. Wait a minute. What the hell? Exactly. Why wasn't he in the shark cage? Well, he cage? was technically injured because Eddie tossed him off the ring like a sack of potatoes. Oh, yeah. Maybe but, they were using the injury card. But if he's, in the ba- if he's in the back, throw him in it. I literally just realized that. Like, that's so bad. stupid. What pissed me off? Honestly, the, once I saw Ruby holding the thing, I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. And then the two of them were gassed after that whole Ty Conti bullshit happened. Mm-hmm. They, at least they looked gassed. I mean, Jericho was all fucked up. His face got wrecked. Yeah, he did. But besides the blood and Anna Jay's turn, like, what yeah. was the point of that? Disappointing, not gonna lie. Yeah, like, it was the selling point of your show. And we saw, what, 15 minutes of it? Yep. Like, yeah, the they, they start. Yeah, they start at like nine forty-five. I was hoping for it to like they start like the entrances start at like nine thirty. Yeah. Eastern time. What Eastern I, block. What I Eastern block. <laughs> what I did love is when Eddie came out and he was smiling. Yeah. It was so funny, dude. Like he was like gonna murder Jericho. He didn't look like that at the end of the match, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> Sammy attacked Eddie, and then uh. Chris hits the Judas effect, wins the match, wrong call, wrong call. Yeah. Wrong call. I don't know why the fuck. You make Eddie into this big star, basically. The fans love him. Like, Tony loves them. Everybody loves him. And wrong then, call. Yeah, fucking Jericho in. Wrong Jericho call. can take losses. His name alone can, can sell o- tickets. It doesn't matter yeah. if he's fucking 0-50. He's, he's still going to entertain and... S- Put asses in the fucking seats. He's not in the title picture anymore. He's the guy that can take losses now. Yeah. He's like the veteran that like... Like Christian. Yeah. Christian can take L's now. Mm-hmm. And it's just... That was... Out of all the calls in AEW, I think that might have been the worst one ever. Not gonna lie. I think Eddie just lost his momentum. I'm trying to uh, think. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Bad but, calls. Um, there was one, oh, when, oh, it was the tag title match, and, uh, Swerve and Keith 
I'm not Swerving Keith. Uh, Hobbs and Starks were supposed to we should have won. Oh yeah, I was I was just gonna say the TNT every TNT title call from like yeah November to March. Yeah, the was s- shit. Oh, Sammy winning the TNT title for the second time. Yeah, that was the wrong call. Um, he beat Dustin for it though, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, I, if you put that I, on Dustin, it's like all right, you're losing next week. I would have liked Dustin to have the title though. He, one, he he definitely does deserve it through like what he's done with wrestling. One his last career, run, but... yeah. One we, last run. Weekly open challenges. Yeah, then you just lose to some guy that's gonna be a huge star. Yeah, because Cody was doing it, so mm-hmm. like they could turn it into like a Rhodes thing. And yeah, he's like just like my brother, I'm gonna do the open challenges. Yeah, that would have worked. Um, so then um, at the end of the after the pin, there's a little like. Um, botched spot i don't know what was supposed to happen but they were like going back and forth back and forth and then eddie went for his finisher went to backhand and swung at the air (laughs) and i there was like a big miscommunication but then eddie like throws sammy out of the ring and he's you can tell he is genuinely pissed yeah like he he did not like the finish of that match at all um, then he takes Jericho, pulls him to the side of the apron, and just whips him into the barbed wire. <laughs> Out of anger. Yeah, and then sits on the apron and looked like he wanted to murder everyone. He was not happy with the end of that match. Um, I've never seen Eddie genuinely pissed off at the end of a match, and yeah. that one was like, he wants a redo big time. I was saying, we were talking earlier, and I was like, I know they're booking this like it's the last time they're going to face each other, but I feel like they're both kind of pissed at how it ended and everything, and maybe it can continue on. I'm kind of done with it at this point. You, you, you've, you've done the death match. Once you get to the death match, you're kind of done. Yeah, it's the end. What else can you do? You've mm-hmm. done it all. You, you've tried to log it like, at steel cage match, I guess, but like we've also seen then fucking people can still get in. So Time for... I really, I really, maybe just... End the feud here, leave it here, and move on. Eddie Kingston in September is going to win the TNT title. That would be nice. Against Wardlow. Oh, shit. (sighs) Grand Slam, New York City, Eddie's home. Yeah, but how how the fuck would he beat Wardlow? He'll do it. He'll do it. Damn. Eddie's, Eddie's, Eddie's not a tiny... He's not tiny, but like he, I, Wardlow can body anybody on that yeah. roster. That's the thing. I but Eddie's believable for me to beat Wardlow. He's this tough New Yorker. Yeah, that'll beat the shit out of you. Bare hands. I don't know. I I, I don't even see Wardlow losing to like Keith Lee or like another big guy like that. Like I can't see him lo- like he's so. He's built so strong. It's not even funny. I just... Uh, I think it's the right call, though. Like, Queens. Eddie's home. His mother's there. Yeah, Grant, his mother's there in the front row. And it's going to be the Grand Slam. It's going to be the big show in that, like, big arena. Yeah. The special arena. in September. So, Wardlow will have the title for, like, three months. Eddie wins. I don't know. I, I got I, it. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to see that, to be honest. I, I, I'd love to see him with the TNT belt, but I, I don't want him to take it off Wardlow. Wardlow is just built like a monster among I, men. I really genuinely want Eddie to win the AEW world title. Me too, but he'd have to beat somebody. Like He'd have to beat Punk. He could beat Punk. He would have to beat Punk. And then um, someone else could take it off of Eddie. Because yeah. I feel like Punk can lose to anybody. It's just like, I don't know. I can't, I can't beat Moxley. I can't believe in punk at the moment i really can't yeah it's it's because he's like i don't know i don't know what it is it might he's kind of in the what we were talking about before the chris jericho yeah he's just um, like gold not gold dust dustin Rhodes era he's like at the tail end of his career i mean unless he comes back stronger than ever yeah then because because i think what made punk so great 10 15 years ago was that he was the underdog he was the guy that no one believed in but now when he's in this role of like being the face of the company 
you like people are buying in the womb and all that like it does it's not the same feel anymore mm-hmm. i do yeah. like him though he's great on the mic he can keep a feud going real well it's just like like i know it's mo- it's most likely that he's gonna beat mox but i just don't see him i can't see him beating mox no i don't either he almost did though yeah i just it's oh, hard punk punk yeah i'm talking about okay punk. no I, I can't see him beating mox no um but he will i see i, I would I, <laughs> see that would be the worst call yeah but he will fuck that he'll beat mox um it's gonna be a banger of a match though they're gonna beat the tar out of each other and then um there'll be a lot of blood in that one and then mjf comes back takes the title off punk i hope he comes back i'm really starting to lose my faith in mjf i am losing my faith i don't think he's coming back he's sitting at home waiting for his contract to expire but like i was saying all these professional athletes that do this they come back and they're nowhere near the same as what they were yeah mjf you can talk on the mic and everything but you're gonna lose your uh momentum when it comes to wrestling because he's a damn good wrestler yeah and you know what though it's gonna be hard for mjf to talk shit because anybody on that roster don't give a fuck how bad they are on the mic they can just turn and look at him and go at least i didn't walk out for six months over a paycheck you fucking loser like i could say that to him yeah and like what are you gonna do call me fucking fat i mean i'm not fat but you can call (laughs) me fat i'm not gonna give a fuck i'm like you look fat after sitting out for six months He's gonna get that big time. You like from mm. the first guy he feuds with. Yeah, and, but uh, it's just that that and he has to go to WWE for it to work mm-hmm. for him to come back and be him like be normal. Because at that point, everybody's like, "Oh, I'm here, I'm here," like you know. But if he comes back to AEW, he's gonna take shit for a while. Yeah, and, I, and I'm assuming he's a guy that can take shit because he dishes it out like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So, but still, like. He's going to have to build himself back up after this because it's getting to the point. Unless he comes back next week or like this summer or at All Out. That, 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 that's all the out. final straw. If he doesn't come back by All Out, then his momentum is gone. He's gone. Not just his momentum. He, no, he's gone. He's gone. gone. Yeah. But what a, yeah. what a way to go out, though. That pipe bomb is a great way yeah. to go out. That's a good way to like. It, it was a very, very memorable promo. Yeah, I won't I will never forget that. It's like no. the punk promo. That beats the punk promo, but I'll never forget the punk promo. I'll never forget the MGF promo. Mm-hmm. Like, damn. That shit you show your kids when you're like fifty all washed up. Yeah. Yeah, this <laughs> Back is, this in my is, day, this is what I saw. Yeah. This is the Stone Cold nineteen ninety eight King of the Ring promo. Yeah. Seriously. Puts them on the map. Yeah. But the map's now ripped up. Yeah, the map is ripped up. <laughs> Um, all right, so this Saturday is uh, Death Before Dishonor, Ring of Honor pay-per-view, um, Lowell, Mass. Uh, we will be there, and hopefully it's going to be just ugh, an amazing show. It, it, it's booked like it. It is. Um, there was, like, we're going to, I'm actually going to talk about it right now, we're going to go through the card. The six-man tag match for the ROH World Six-Man Tag Team Championships. What a fucking name for a title, yeah. man. Holy yeah. shit. I don't think they should have added that. It's kind of like a bathroom break match for me, not going to lie. That, that, that'll probably be a match, because I, I don't think I know anybody in that match. Uh, the, the, Dalton the... Castle. He's the one that... Right. Um, he was on Battle of the Belts versus Jonathan Gresham. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah, it's the Righteous versus Dalton Castle and the boys. See, that match might be the match I go back on. It's, it's going to be dead middle of the show that match yeah it would yeah. that match will probably be the all right i'm gonna grab a couple drinks i'm gonna grab some food and then by the time i get back i'll be wrapping up so i'll probably see the i'll see the entrances and then i'll see the ending it mm-hmm. and that's it you know what match is gonna kick off the show yuda versus garcia it's gonna be an absolute banger um willie yuda versus daniel garcia pure wrestling rules match for the roh pure championship do you know what the rules are yeah okay so you can, there are no closed fist punches to the head at all. If you do it once, you get a warning. You do it sec- twice, you get disqualified. If you get disqualified, it's not like other title rules. You will lose the title. Oh, shit. Yes. So there's that. And then um, obviously there's a time limit. And then it says you are only allowed three rope breaks. 
Ooh. Yeah. Once they're all used up, the wrestler cannot use the ropes to escape pins or submissions. Closed fists are illegal, and using them will cause the wrestler to be penalized. A rope break. They'll lose a rope break if they Damn. use Damn. Um, if he or she is out of rope breaks, he or she will be disqualified. Wow. So, what I like about that, though, the rule, like with those rules, Wheeler and Garcia, they're very... Um, like their main, like their main wrestling style is technical, so it yep. fucking works. So it's, it's gonna be a, a technical it's gonna be so fucking good. parade in yep. that ring. But I, I honestly, because the Blackpool and the JSS feud, I could see a couple rope breaks being taken away on both sides. I could see like towards mm-hmm. the end of the match, a clock to the head, a clock to the head. All right, you both lost a rope break. You don't have any more left. Use them all earlier in the match. Yeah. What if the JAS show up at Death for Dishonor? I fucking hope not, to be honest, because I, I honestly, I, I want, I want to take that card at like face value and just get what the card's saying and just get a banger of a wrestling show with no like bullshit unless it's like mm-hmm. after the match is over. Yeah. So after the match is over, sure, th- bring everybody in, but yeah. during the match, keep everybody away, please. I think that it's gonna be a really good match. Yeah. I think it's going to blow people. I think it's going to be an unexpected good match. Like I was saying, Wheeler is underrated. And honestly, Garcia yeah. is just as underrated as him. He is. He it's really gonna is. Really good. These, it's going to put these two on the map. and I, it, It's going to give them fucking TV time. Like alone. Not mm-hmm. not just on Rampage. Like a Dynamite opener or a middle of Dynamite show. Yeah. But also, I, I think these two will mainly be on ROH if that's ever a thing. Because they, they fit it perfectly for the time being. Yeah, they do. Um... Before that match, which I think will open the show, but I don't know. Um, Allison Kay versus Willow Nightingale. Um, so that's the one pre-show match. I guess there's going to be a pre-show match. Um, you've never seen Allison Kay wrestle. Never. Very, I've seen Willow. Yeah, you've seen Willow. Very good. Um, so they're going to be the zero-hour match. I guess that's what they call their pre-show. Um then we got um, Samoa Joe versus Jay Lethal for the ROH TV Championship. I got Samoa Joe retaining the title. Yeah. Easily. And yeah. Um, Jay Lethal can get off the fucking TV. Yeah. He's got to stay on Ring of Honor. Yep. But I think it'll be a pretty good match. It's going to be pretty good. Um, Mercedes Martinez versus Serena Deeb for their ROH Women's World title. Honestly, I could not predict this one. Me neither, but I I see it being a really good match. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a really good match, but I I don't I honestly don't even have a prediction for this. It's fifty fifty for me. I think. Um, I I would say Mercedes is gonna retain. Okay, that's my prediction. Mercedes is gonna retain. All right, I'll yeah, I, I'd lean towards uh, for this one because I think there's gonna be two title changes. Yeah. So I think this is one that they retain as well. Because I do think Daniel Garcia is going to beat Yuta. Yeah, me, I, I see Garcia taking the belt. And also, um, actually, I'll talk about the title change after this, but um, FTR versus the Briscoes, two out of three falls for the ROH World Tag. I'm going to be on the edge of my goddamn seat this whole match. It's going to be one actually, of the I'll best. I'll be standing up. It's going to be the best tag team match we're going to see in person. Yep. It's going to be a clinic. We'll probably be on our feet the whole match. Yeah, it's going to be one of those matches. Um, I'll cry when FTR comes out. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be so nice. And then the last match, Jonathan Gresham versus Claudio for the ROH World Championship. I think Claudio wins. Put the ROH title on him. See, unless ROH is going to be on a streaming service soon or on TV soon, I would keep the title on Gresham because we've only seen him a handful of times on AEW TV, so no mm-hmm. one really knows about him unless you've been watching Ring of Honor throughout Gresham's career. Yeah. So from from that point, I would say I would say um, Gresham's gonna win. But as if I was booking it, I would give it to Claudio because he's a notable person. He's done numerous different things in the wrestling industry. And it, from a casual standpoint, I guess, it makes that belt seem really legit. Yep. I don't know who would win that one. I have Claudio winning because, not just because of his long 
pass with Ring of Honor. Um, I think they want to put as many titles on the Blackpool Combat Club as possible. So they have all the gold. Yeah. yeah. Moxley's got the AEW World title. You, ooh, actually, Yuta might lose the title. <laughs> so I don't know then. Damn. I have no idea. So maybe Yuta retains. Claudia wins the title. So maybe there's just one. Maybe the women's and the world title change. So Serena and Claudia. I don't know. I think like out of all, all the matches, I'm thinking there's going to be two title two title changes, but I don't know which ones. I would say if I had to pick two, I would go with Garcia winning the belt, mm-hmm. and I would go with Claudia winning the belt. Yep, that's my predictions. Because FTR has way too much momentum. They're they're super popular. They're super over. They they have everything. They can do anything. I'll literally start a riot if FTR loses. I don't see them losing anything for a fucking while. Yeah. Wheeler can lose the belt. He's in Blackpool. He's had the belt for a while. This is his first defense. Unless he did another defense in some indie show. I don't know. I'm not too sure about that and besides the mask gresham is gresham he, ju- he did just turn to yeah he for did. tully but then again he's in a stable now so you can do anything with that so claudia would be an easy swap yeah yeah like it's gonna be a banger and i don't see serena winning either because she kind of just got handed the shot after a bunch of subpar feuds, but she is really good right. in the ring. Yeah. Well, Serena and Mercedes were teaming for a few months. Oh, and then she turned on her? Yeah. Okay. Every match was on elevation. Dark. Oh, great. That's why. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then it turned into a little feud. So. Should be a fantastic show, though. I cannot wait. It's gonna be one of the best shows we're gonna see in person. Yeah, maybe the best. I don't want to. I don't want to say that right now. I don't want to like get our hopes too high. But the the um, what was I gonna say? The 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 pure I I I the pure wrestling of this show yeah. is gonna be absolutely insane. Yeah. Definitely. And I think a lot of things are going to come out of it. And they're also saying that they're going to announce more things for Dynamite, which you told me when they usually do that, that means someone's going to be a surprise. Yep. I don't know who the fuck it's Probably during be. the main event. Yeah. Because I, I feel like... Oh. What's oh. up? Gresham is going to have his boys help him try to win the title. Ooh. Blackpool Combat Club's... Brian's gonna come back. He's yeah. He was Holy in Ring of shit. Honor. Moxley, Yuta, and Brian are gonna come out. We haven't seen Brian in a while. Last time we saw him was him cutting that promo, and I think he said something about like he's not gonna be gone long. He's just gonna be gone for a bit. Yeah. And this would be the show for him to come back, even if he just walks out and does like the regal thing. He just kind of walks out, sends the boys. The boys. Because maybe he's not fully healed for like maybe two more weeks, but you can set something up for two weeks from now. Yeah. Or at Dynamite this coming week. And we'll be there. Yep. If Brian comes back, huge. Huge. It would be a sight to see. I mean, I think he's been healthy the last few weeks. Probably. He's just, just, they haven't, like, wrote him in yet. What Tony Khan does pretty well is that he doesn't just throw big stars into it. Like, he'll keep... keep whoever off tv if there's no place for them Mm -hmm. but when there is a time and a place for them you'll see them all the time yeah but then that that hurts other people that are taken off but you gotta play your cards right when you can play your cards right right you can't you can't have everybody love what you're doing very (laughs) hard to do yeah so especially when it comes to cm punk losing the mocks Yep. Or Jericho losing to Eddie. Or winning against Eddie. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Decent Dynamite. Um, yeah. Decent. Decent. 
Um, Rampage should be better. Rampage is going to be a banger this week. If you're not going to watch yeah. it, that sucks because it's going to be really good. And uh, going to be a good weekend, Death Before Dishonor. It's going to be a great wrestling weekend. Yep. Can't wait. Well, thank you guys for listening. You can follow us on Twitter, at All Elite Cody and at All Elite Burke. And uh, we will see you next episode. Later, fellas.